0: Welcome to this conversation brought to you by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer, and today I'm at Push Conference 2018. I get to speak with Brooke Daniels, and we're going to be talking about all kinds of really neat things dealing with work-life balance. How's it going,
1: Brooke? Good. It's doing good. How are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've had some we've had quite a day today. Oh, yes, you spoke we have. today. Yes. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. We're currently packing Brook's computer up right now because there might be some issues with it. Were-
1: Great timing for that too, <laughs> right before the presentation.
0: Yeah, it was right before, yep. but we it you it, it, it went it went off pretty well then, from after, what I understand. Yep,
1: we got a new computer and think it was okay after that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and we met each other at after dark that's right? right
1: Yep, like seven years ago probably is that
0: when it was I think
1: so yeah because our daughter was like maybe one at the time So and we
0: had a big conversation then we did <laughs> indeed <laughs> so this is kind of like the after that was like the before right and this is this is the after that's right Tell tell me really quick a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who you okay. are and whatnot?
1: Awesome. So my name is Brooke. Yeah. Um, originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and that's where I started shooting um, when our son was born. So about eleven years ago, and then we moved to um, Northern Virginia, just outside of DC. I relocated there um, nine, eight, nine years ago, mm-hmm. and so I primarily just shoot seniors. I started specializing. Six years ago, I'd say narrowed my work down to that because working with the teens is definitely my favorite age group, Mm. Um, but my main job is being a mom, Mm. so I try to take really few sessions so that I can focus on my family, Um, and this is a nice creative outlet, and I do love working with that age group, but I'm not a uh, high-quantity photographer, so I take, take very few sessions.
0: So lower volume, higher end. Do you try to stay in? I the do, end? yeah.
1: Just because the amount of time I do invest, mm-hmm. the editing, and I do a lot with the pre-session planning, wardrobe, hair, makeup. We do a lot of stylized stuff, and also some destination shoots. So there's definitely a big time investment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's it's an investment for sure for the clients, but um,
0: yeah, like an investment on both sides. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, give me a little bit, considering that that our topic is going to be how you how you handle being a great mom and a great business person at the same time. Okay. How tell me a little bit about how things were six or seven years ago when we first talked
1: right exactly so I I guess I can kind of share that story a little bit because it has a a lot to do with where I am now okay um so I had at the time been shooting for several years and I had a a baby and a toddler Hmm. and a husband who travels and was frazzled and exhausted um and was working so hard on making my business grow at the time we had moved to Virginia and there wasn't a lot of competition in our area. So I was booking way more than I could keep up mm. with. And, um, I was shooting at that time more than just seniors. So I had all these different, you know, clients, different genres of photography, and I couldn't say no. It's like mm. every single in- inquiry that came my way, any opportunity, um, to do any kind of a shoot or any kind of a conference, like Anything, I would just say yes to it. And so my calendar was completely full, took on way more than I could handle. And I was determined to not let that affect being a mom mm. and the time spent with my kids. So I was staying up all night editing. So mm. I was you know, no babysitters, no daycare. I was there with them. When they were home, um, and when we were together during the day, but as soon as they were asleep, then I'd start working on the the editing, and would be up till three, four, five in the morning. Oh my! Then they're up at you know six, seven, right? And I sustained this lifestyle for. I mean it was kind of a blur but I think it was probably a year or two that I kind of lived like this to the point that I was so stressed so tired I uh, was negatively affecting and Im- impacting everything from my health to my relationship with my kids my relationship with the people I loved um, because I was so overwhelmed and exhausted and it was kind of my outlet work was because it was something I felt like I could control because mm. having a newborn and a toddler we know mm-hmm. we can't control mm-hmm. you know some of that going on in our life being a parent and I just felt so absolutely overwhelmed but my work was thriving. My business was doing well, right. right? I was making money. I was booking clients. My business was growing and I thought I had it figured out, right? I thought I was doing really well. Um, and when I met you at the after dark seven <laughs> years ago, and I think I asked you about advice on like pricing and <laughs> trying to figure out how, you know, to make sure I was like earning enough based on my time right. had nothing to do with right. the other. Right. right. And, and, <laughs> And then you start asking me some questions. You could probably tell, like this woman, (laughs) she's not right. (laughs) She needs to be at home. She does not need to be here. She's exhausted. And you made me write down on a piece of paper that I'm choosing to do something every day Hmm. that's negatively affecting my kids. And I had to write their names down. Um, And until that moment, I thought what I was doing was helping. Right? I thought I was Hmm. being, um, you know, bringing financial resources to our family, helping my my husband with that, and you know, setting a good example for our kids, showing Hmm. my daughter you can be anything you want to be and you can own a business and be a mom. Like I thought I was doing so good. Thought I was setting a good example. And I realized they just want me like they just want my time and my love and my attention. Now I know there are people that are photographers and they are the primary source of finance for their right. family. Right. I get that. And, right. and that, that is a whole different realm. Um, but I don't have to work at the level that I'm working. Mm-hmm. Like we need the, the extra income, but we don't, I don't have to be killing myself to make right. ends meet. Right. And my primary job, what God has made me to be is to be their mom. And mm-hmm. that is my priority. And this other stuff is just extra, right. That's right. come second. But for a couple of years, I can definitely say that I think work would taken over me, our life. Um, There's a great quote that I have to ask myself this sometimes. It's, are you running your business or is your business running you? And for a couple of years, my business was absolutely running me, running our family dynamic, really. It affected everything. And so I decided I had to make a change. I had to come home and do something different um, and learn to say no the power of saying no, and only say yes to those things that absolutely set your soul on fire. Those things and opportunities that you really wanna do, that you're passionate about, that you're excited about, and anything else, you have to say no. Mm. And I couldn't say no for years. I was worried that I would lose my business, I would Mm. become completely irrelevant. And then I would not have clients anymore. And as soon as I learned, no, I don't have to shoot all these genres. I can narrow it down to what I love most. I can cut back. I can charge more. Like the power of learning those steps. Um, And it took a couple of years and it's still something, you know, something (laughs) that's always working on. Yeah. But absolutely from that moment for the next couple of years I started to make changes where for sure my family was always first and that the work came after that and that's absolutely how it is now and it feels so much better and such a better place and I can enjoy work but where I'm most happy is when I'm with my kids and that's really what I wanted to be doing all the time.
0: So what what when when you were in that state and you were working those hours yeah. under those conditions and essentially putting that on yourself. Right. What was your husband saying?
1: He's always been very supportive over anything, um, you know, that I've wanted to do. And he knew that I had this, I've always had this burning, you know, passion with art and with photography and i have always wanted to, to do that. And so he's always been supportive and I think he was careful of what to mm. say to me because he didn't want to, um, come across as, like, being unsupportive. Right. Um, but he definitely would try to help me slow down and say, why are you doing this? Or, you know, why are you doing this to yourself? You don't need to be working this hard. You don't need to be working this much. Um, But he's, we're we're so opposite in what we do as far as our line of work. And I am super like ADD and really creative and kind of all over the place. And he is super not those things. He's so organized and type A and structured. And so I kind of always feel like he just doesn't completely know the way my mind works, you know, (laughs) and that I couldn't even totally like articulate to him. Sure where I was at and how I was feeling. Um, but I knew that he and the kids deserved more of me. They Mm. deserved the best of me, Mm. not the rest of me, which is kind of what they were getting for a while. Um, just, just from sheer exhaustion alone. Right. I just didn't have any energy left to give. I was so pooped. Right. 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 And I was the only one that could make that change realizing like it's on me. This is, I have to own this. I have, made, you know, bad choices and I've been focusing on the wrong thing and I have to shift my priority now because I only get to be a mom once and there is nothing more important than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what, what were the things like when you came home from that, even then, right what, what were the things you started to do? What yeah. were like the action items? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So the first thing was learning to say no. Okay. I'm like, by golly, I have not been practicing this word in my vocabulary enough, except for my kids telling them no, but when it comes to clients, right. <laughs> right. And so that was the first thing is just learning the power of that and the freedom that came along yeah. with it. And once I did it a few times and told some clients no, and they didn't hate me, they didn't <laughs> yeah. lose respect for me, right? right? The world continued. Right. They just moved on and found another photographer. Right. Like right. once I realized, Hey, this isn't so bad. And then look, I have a free day. On my calendar, (laughs) go figure. Like it was the best feeling. So, the more I did it, the easier it became. So, that was probably the first step. And the second thing was to narrow my work and to specialize just in seniors. So, at that time, I was still shooting boudoir, family, maternity, newborn, engagement, seniors, um, basically anything except weddings because I wouldn't shoot on the weekends. And after that, I said, you know what? if I'm gonna be away from my kids and my family and I do need to work a bit, then I better do what I'm best at and what I love most. And that for sure was working with teens and seniors. So I kind of took a leap, leap of faith and narrowed my business down to just that. And I took all the other work off my website and social media and um, things went down a bit. Of course, I didn't keep up the same level of booking, which was also kind of a nice break. Right. And then once I really started to kind of hone in and specialize In that one genre, then I actually became just as busy as I was before, but I could be more selective um, because I was just focusing kind of on that one age group. Um, Started to do, you know, spokesmodel program, intern program and whatnot. So specializing was one of the next steps. And then learning um, about like automated posts to do some automated posts with social media. Things mm-hmm. to kind of help me spend less time and some uh, tips to try to earn more, but, ha- but get to work less. Yeah, so,
0: because we didn't even talk about social media back then.
1: Right. It wasn't a thing. Like I no. probably just started maybe with Facebook, just right. with friends, right? And right. I had a website and that was it. Um, and and learning to try to delegate and outsource some tasks, whether it was um, sending pictures off to be edited and to pay someone to do something I don't enjoy doing and mm. they're better at it mm-hmm. and I can write it off.
0: So that's what you're doing. Y-
1: Yes. Not all the time though. (laughs) I'm not consistent with that. It's just based on busy season or not. And if I have someone available who I really like working with them and like the way their editing turns out. So I'm I'm not been totally consistent with that. Um, But things like hiring someone to maybe come clean your house once a month Mm -hmm. or grocery services where you can do the free Walmart app to order Mm -hmm. your groceries and just swing by and pick them up. Just little things to help save time. Um, That was probably the next step and then scheduling. So uh, I never have worked on the weekends, but I would schedule the sessions late afternoon because of the sunlight was better, right? Mm -hmm. After the kids got home, this is now fast forward, so they're getting a little older now, they're in preschool or elementary school. And I used to kind of let the sun dictate when I shot, (laughs) right? Because I thought the images would turn out prettier, shooting them late afternoon. Well, now that they are in elementary school, they get home at four, high schoolers get out at two. So I shoot almost all my sessions during the week between two to four. I'm working, but I am still home by the time they get home. Um, Design sessions, I schedule at three o'clock. Again, I'm done when they get home. Like I am 100% mom. I don't have any work to do.
0: And what's a design session? That's Is that- when they
1: would come back to view their images and to do kind of their ordering session. Okay. But we don't do the full, they don't place their final order then. It's just a time for them to look at their images, look at their products and art, oh. and they get three days with an online gallery to order. In our area, most of the dads travel a lot, military, law, law enforcement, right. so they're gone. And it's super hard to schedule to have both parents available. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to do them like at night during our family time and dinner time and bedtime. So normally dad can't come at three, but Mm -hmm. the mom typically can. Um, And then they have three days. Plus I don't have the time or patience to sit there for three hours. Do they come
0: back again then?
1: No, no. I mean, I can send the order directly to them, their art, or they come back and pick it up at the studio once their art is
0: in. But they come in for that design, you call it a design session. Yes. And they come in for that and then they leave and have three days to then order from
1: home online from home yep and they just email me their order okay yep so I just I try to just find shortcuts um to basically spend less time than I was per right. client right yep
0: right and that's all working
1: yeah it is absolutely um the, the time management thing I think is the biggest piece, yeah. right? And to, to factor time in for yourself. Like I love the quote that says that self-care is not selfish, right? And that as moms, typically we take care of ourselves last, right? right. It's our kids come first, then our spouse, right. our friends, our business, our pets, our neighbors, our family, like everything comes before us. And to you know it's okay to take a day a week to go meet a friend for a pedicure, to go to lunch, to go see a movie. And I challenge my friends, um, to take, you know, one, one day a week, not the whole day, part of the day to do something just for you, not with your munchkins, not with your camera, something that helps you feel inspired, that helps you feel rejuvenated. Like we all need that. And moms don't typically make the time for it. And once you get in the habit of it and you see the impact it makes on your family, on the way you feel, it makes a huge difference. So that's something I've tried to do as well. What's well. the
0: whole airplane when the mask comes down, comes down yeah. you put one on your, and, and it yep. was weird like even to see that for the first time way. Back when I thought, well, that's weird. Right, I, w- I would never do that right? if I had a little kid sitting exactly. next to me. But it's like you can't you help better do that.
1: Right, you won't be able to help anyone else right. if you don't help yourself. Right, um, that that's so important, so valuable, absolutely. So
0: you go to the spa.
1: Well, you I get, don't typically do that. But I do massage, get a pedicure. Yeah. You get a pedicure. I went to the movies by myself for the first time in the spring. And I, there was a movie I wanted to see. What and my was husband, it? you're going to laugh. I used to ice skate for 11 years <laughs> when I was younger. And I wanted to see the Tanya Harding movie. I don't even know what it's called yeah, I Tanya yes. so good so good right Allison Janney amazing I
0: bought that movie did you
1: it was fabulous so I'm like I wanted to see it oh my, my husband gosh. was on a trip my parents were out of town all of my girlfriends were busy or not interested and in you seeing used the movie. To ice skate I did for 11 oh. years so that oh, was like my jam love it and so I went to the movies totally by myself <laughs> and it was fantastic
0: you had like the best time at the movies I kicked it watching my the best movie I loved
1: it I got my <laughs> large popcorn I was in there with a bunch of like old people who were also by themselves and I'm like this is living like I would have never uh, done that, you know, right. a few years ago, but to take, to make margin, to make that space in your calendar, to have one day a week where you know, don't even touch your computer. You don't look at your phone aside from like phone calls or urgent texts. You totally take a break from social media, you know, mark it out on so your you calendar. So you plan it. I think you have to, because if yeah. you don't, it's so easy for stuff to creep in. Another thing I started to do was however many sessions I thought I could handle in any given month or in any given week, reduce that by either one session or like 10% depending mm. on your you know quantity of work that you're doing mm-hmm. because you have to leave room for the unexpected and right. you have to leave margin if your child gets sick right. if you have an off day if an emergency happens yeah, or who if knows? right and if you have no margin in that calendar and you have no wiggle room it's exhausting right i'm old school so all of my stuff is written in, like by hand in a calendar mm-hmm. and when i look forward on a week and i see that on thursday i have nothing i'm like I get so excited. I'm like, I can go to TJ Maxx for an hour oh <laughs> right? so and just perfect. cruise the aisles. It's yeah. wonderful. But if you don't kind of plan that same with dates with your spouse, like yeah. we have to make time. I Our schedules it. are insane. Yeah. And it seems like we crisscross, right? Two ships passing in the night yeah. and we have to say, like, okay, babe, let's look at your calendar. Look at mine. Okay. Wednesday night, we're going to try to have dinner. I'm going to see if my mom can come watch the mm-hmm. kid, you know, whatever. You have to plan it. Cause if you don't, everything else just will take over you know life happens and so but if it's if you're committed to that calendar and you've got a plan whether it's your spouse your friend or a date by yourself you stick to it and you have to take some time away because it's hard being your own boss and not having someone you know to tell you when there's a deadline or to tell you when to take a day off so if you don't make that time for yourself you go crazy
0: I heard a story of a couple pastors one time that were both they were like the famous pastors, right? And they were trying to connect with one another. And their schedules were both so busy that they were doing that thing with the calendar, where right. they're trying to find a time. And they found a time like five weeks out, finally, when um, it, one of them had nothing, and the other one said, "Yeah, I got nothing scheduled that day." And the and the first guy was like, "Well, yeah, then we can. That'll be the day." Right. And the other guy said, "No, no, no, no. I have nothing scheduled that day." And the guy was like, "Yeah, me too. Right. Perfect. We can hang out." <laughs> and the guy's like. No, you don't understand. In my calendar, I have that whole afternoon and evening booked right. with nothing. nothing.
1: And you're not taking that from me. So that's right? not you. <laughs> right. I have a date
0: with nothing. But that, I, I, that struck me. You know? right. I heard that story and I was like, you, you, we are living in a time, it seems, especially with family and business and, and, and all the different commitments that we have that you really have to be diligent and intentional about that. Absolutely. And if you're not, it'll bite you. Right.
1: You can't put things on cruise control. You can't put your spouse and your kids just on cruise control and think that we're cool you know like you have to constantly keep those lines of communication open having individual dates with our kids by themselves is so valuable and we don't do it as often uh, you know as I wish we -hmm. we go in my camper a lot on trips and we're all together either I'm with the kids um, or my mom will come with us, and so we definitely do a lot as a family kind of together as a group all the time but when we take that time to do something just with one child you know individual even just going for ice cream for an hour or two it is amazing like what they open up and talk about because they're not competing for your attention, right. and you can give them your undivided attention, it's like the, the best, and I've That's learned great advice yeah. about my kids, and I'm like, you're such a cool person, like, <laughs> I didn't know you thought that way about that, I didn't yeah. know you felt that way, and I'm yeah. like, if we hadn't had that time, you know, one-on-one, if so... If you don't
0: do it, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hear it, you're and, not gonna see it.
1: No, and they're gonna get to the age where they're not gonna maybe want to do that. Right. <laughs> they're gonna say, hey, right. I'm going out with my friends, I'm going out with my girlfriend, Correct. you know, and so I'm like, while they are still at home, and mm. still young, and still like to be around us, you gotta take advantage. Of that's that.
0: convicting to me yeah that's hitting me in the stomach yeah, right now we we'll go bit. home and you make dates I'm with your
1: kiddos to. right it can be spontaneous sometimes yeah. like Brent will take one and I'll take the other in the same day if we can yes. or we'll spread it out and be like hey I'm gonna but it is it's and I'm, when I do it I'm like why don't I do this more often because yeah. I have to say I enjoy their company the most when right. it's one on one because I am so fully there and they are too and, and you just too, feel yeah. so connected and it makes them feel so special and they again are not fighting with their siblings or fighting for your attention right. because they've got it all and that's what they want. Them most.
0: Well, even you know, you can even look back and, and think back to those days. Every so often for me, it probably happened only a handful of times where I got to spend some time with my dad, right? just him and I, or, or even with my mom. And it was... Those are times that you remember.
1: Absolutely. Like they stand out. Yep. Those are those magic little nuggets. Those little moments in life, yeah. right, that you kind of freeze in time. Yeah. And it's our job to make those, right? They're not right. gonna initiate that. They're not gonna plan those. Like if right. we don't do it, it's not gonna happen, right? Yes. And so the calendar, um there's a quote that says, um uh, the pages of the calendar. Oh, I need to look it up. Darn it. About, um, the battle, oh, the battle of our hearts are fought on the pages of our calendars. Oh my. Right. Yeah. And so I saw that I was like, so, um, powerful that that calendar mm-hmm. really rules. our. It resonates. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that we have got to be in, you know, in charge of it and make that time, make that margin for what matters most.
0: So what sort of advice would you give people that, that, that find themselves stuck? Like crea- right.
1: in a creative kind of rut with their work well,
0: or let's let's let me ask it this way, because you mentioned earlier, you said, well, if someone's like relying on their business for their main source of income,, okay. and they feel stuck because like they can listen to to you talk and say, well, that's great, right that she's able to even have those options but I don't feel like I do have that option right right, right? because we eat because of the money Absolutely. that I make
1: and that is different right it is. And so, so
0: how do you address someone in that scenario I still
1: think there are ways to manage your schedule and manage your time
0: they can be better
1: exactly right. like I have I have interns and they mm-hmm. um, I hire them in the summer and they work with me for a year and they're usually high school juniors mm. and they come assist at shoots they can come help me package orders they um, help me through the year and I give them a custom free you know portrait session right. and their digital file. And so um, there are ways you can barter things. There are ways you can hire things, outsource things to try to free up some weekends to try to, it's so much about scheduling. So even if you are the primary, um, you know, breadwinner for your family, there are still ways to manage the schedule and that when you are home, right? And you aren't working and your kids are home, um, that the technology is put up. I mean, I think that's so much of it, right? Is that we don't want our kids to remember us by looking at the top of our heads oh, yeah. because we're buried in our phone and we think they don't care. And we think they understand its work and it's urgent, but they are important. That might feel urgent, but in the end, those things can wait. They can wait till the next day. They can yeah. wait till the kids are asleep. But when they are home and you're together as a family, like everything else has got to be put aside, Absolutely. right? So it's, it's just about managing the schedule and like breaking bad habits really mm-hmm. and to check yourself like I have to ask myself am I running my business or is my business right. running me right and and have an accountability partner to have a friend or somebody that you can Ooh, check I in like with that. right um, that's making sure like my biggest thing for a while was the whole sleep issue I'm a night owl anyway and that I would stay up so late working but I was so <laughs> tired at 2, 3 in the morning oh. I wasn't being super productive right oh my, yeah. and then I'm distracted I'm looking on Pinterest and mm-hmm. two hours later I'm, I'm like what am I doing so mm-hmm. to have a, a friend that can text you you know at 11 when they're going To bed saying, Hey, you're going to sleep. Mm. You need to get sleep, you know, have a buddy system. Mm. Um, And somebody maybe who is either struggling with the same thing you are, or they have struggled through it. They're in a different place now and they can kind of help you Um, or your spouse, your partner, you know, to say, Hey, I need help with this. Like I need help um, setting boundaries because I clearly am not doing a great job of it.
0: Oh, accountability can be scary.
1: Yeah, it can, but we need that kick in the pants. sometimes. and
0: And I think the intentionality piece, you have to be deliberate, right? And and you have to be willing to look at yourself and say, where can I, where can I improve? Not,
1: exactly. Not can I improve. Right. We all can. But where? where and where right. to start. Mm-hmm. And I think once you can, can ch- check one box and be like, hey, I've conquered this. I've set, I made this goal and I, now let's move on to something else. Another area where we can improve. Mm-hmm. And so much of it is learning how to work less and earn more. You know, there's different, different strategies of how. Right. Um, you know, think about how many hours you're spending with your clients. Do you really need to meet with them for two hours and do a pre-session consultation? That's our most valuable asset is our time. So we have to protect it at all costs and never apologize and never make excuses for saying no to something, right. right? Or for putting your family first. Um, but there are lots of ways I think as photographers that we can cut back in certain areas just to give us more time for our family.
0: Mm and 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 it adds up too right? Oh, right like if you can take a half hour half hour out of these and exactly. a half hour out of this and 20 it's pretty soon you have 4 or 5 hours extra right they're found hours in your week yep. that you can spend either on yourself or with your with your kids yep. or your spouse.
1: Right. And to try to have some um, windows in your day that you're completely like technology free where you yes. put your phone, even if you have to lock it away right? and you have to put it on a different floor, you have to put it in your car. Right. But in the morning, from the time your kids wake up till they go to school, that's a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason you need to be on your phone. Mm-hmm. And that little bit of time you have well, that hits home. Before, <laughs> before they get on the bus early, it can wait an hour. Yeah. It can <laughs> wait, right? Yeah. And then yeah. I always think, oh my gosh, what if it's an emergency? There are no emergencies in the world of no, photography. We are not surgeons. No. We are not, right. you know, like it can wait. Right. Um, and then when the kids get home from school until you know dinner or bedtime, those couple of precious hours, if mm-hmm. they're not at a sport or activity, those few little hours that they're home after school and before bed, no phone. Like it, it does not mm. need to be on your hand. It does not need to be. And I struggle with this. I mean, I'm right. like cooking dinner, and they're on the couch snuggling, watching a movie. I'm like, I'm mm. just gonna peek over to Instagram yeah. real yeah, quick just for a there? second. <laughs> but it's addicting. And then you start looking. Yeah. At that then you jump onto something else mm-hmm. and it's like just out of sight out of mind yeah. um, they say there's a study done of like the most effective um, time efficient um, leaders business owners and they check their email and their social media twice a day yeah I've heard that once like mid-morning and once yeah. before they close shop for the day yeah. and they're able to sit down at one time get it knocked mm-hmm. out yeah. because how many times do we check it you know when we have just a I second to spare at a stoplight or something I
0: don't want to say how many times right? I think I checked but check. then we
1: forget maybe to respond to an email yeah. and then we look back three weeks later and we're like oh my gosh I missed <laughs> out on that inquiry because I checked it at a wrong time right. and forgot to respond so kind of just setting structure which I think it's hard because so many creatives are artistic and most Mm -hmm. of our brains don't work well with structure. That's true. And I think that's why so many of us have the same struggle. Because Mm -hmm. if we are creative and artistic, being super structured and organized might not be our gift, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's hard to like kind of get in this rhythm and routine. But when you see the positive impact it's making and you see things feel better and things are working better, you know, in my family, then you know, like it's worth it. I've just got to stick with it. That's
0: really good for motivation too, moving forward.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, It's hard though struggle is real i mean every day it's it's that balance mm-hmm. finding that balance is is so hard i think for any business owner regardless of what you know what you're doing because there's nobody else really to hold you accountable like you it's find on yourself
0: you. consciously it, you, consciously trying every day to strive for that
1: Yes. Yeah, I think you have to. It's, it's that deliberate and conscious effort It doesn't right. come natural because the mm-hmm. easier thing, you know, is to start to feel overwhelmed or to right. want to check your phone all the time and just to be kind of completely consumed by your work. But yeah. you have to say no, like I'm the boss. The You know, my work is not my boss. I, I'm in control of this. And to just remember what really matters most in life. And there are 940 Saturdays from the time your child is born until they go to college. That's it nine hundred and
0: forty. I don't like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not even a thousand. No. And you have 18 summers <laughs> with them. Right. And it's like, uh. do you want them to look back, you know, at their yeah. summers or at their Saturdays and remember that mom or dad were gone for mm-hmm. shooting, working, you know, what have you. And I, I know some people don't have that the choice, right? Mm-hmm. They have to. Um, but my goal and what I strive for is to give them the best possible childhood, to fill their memory banks with the best possible memories while I still have them at home and mm-hmm. while I have this one shot to try to raise some pretty neat little people. Yeah. you know. And I just, I don't want to live with regret. I don't want to look back. The camera will always be there, right? Our son goes to college in six years and, and when our daughter goes away and then if this is still my you know passion, my hobby, my job, I can pick that camera back up. I can grow my business. I might want to do something else. I might want to do a different genre or right. go in a different direction, but that will always be there. It's not going away. Right. I might have to rebuild. I might have to rebrand things. Right. I'm sure will be different by then, but I've got one shot at being a mom. Like this is it. This mm-hmm. is it. And this is what matters.
0: Mm. I don't think, I think it, uh, for people that have ki- Kids in particular, that there's not going to be a lot of people that this doesn't really resonate with, right?
1: Because there's nothing. I mean, nothing you love more than your children, yeah. right? There's no, there's no more important job.
0: It's very sobering, yeah, to hear it.
1: And I, people like come to me and ask me, like, look, I selfishly, this is why I talk about this topic because I, it's the thing I struggle with the most. Like, mm. I need these reminders. I have yeah. little signs all over my house, little you know, inspirational things. My favorite one says, "Be the mom you want them to remember." Oh. And if I'm having a rough day and I'm not mm. being super patient or super sweet with my kids my daughter will go over find that sign oh, oh, walk on. it over to me put it in my face and oh. give me this look and point to it like yeah. girl you know yeah. you need to get your game on you're slipping yeah. <laughs> and you need to be the mom <laughs> that you want us to remember oh. and I laugh about it but I'm like good thing I need yeah, that like right. I, I need that and right. so I, if I love quotes I love an inspirational quotes and I do I have a lot throughout our house because um it isn't every day like I got to get my game face on and I've got to like I got to kick butt at being a mom like this is it so one it's, shot.
0: It's easy to it's easy to slip back into habits.
1: Yes, and being a parent is rough. It's difficult, right? And so sometimes our work is an escape from that. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we need that quiet place to go where we can just mindlessly edit pictures and not have right. to stress or worry <laughs> right. about things that are going on with our kids. Okay, <laughs> but it's it's just all about all about the balance of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where can people find you?
1: Um, on Instagram, Brooke Daniels photography, mm-hmm. and we live in Northern Virginia, um, near DC. So we shoot kind of all over there and uh website is Brooke Daniels com, and on Facebook too. Same name. Thank Brooke you. With an e, <laughs> Daniels with an S. Oh yeah. That's a good thing. To, <laughs>
0: Brooke with an E Daniels with an S. Yeah. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank
1: you. It's so good to see you again after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while
0: and here, and here you were. And then I, I, I was so happy to hear that you remembered that conversation because it meant a lot to me too and and even this like you say things where i'm almost like man i don't want that to be true (laughs) but it really is like even the 940 some days or whatever it is
1: saturdays yeah
0: that's a I've never thought about that before. Me
1: either. And I read that and I'm like, are you kidding me? That puts like,
0: things into perspective. Absolutely,
1: Yep. Yeah. I think I do believe God puts people in your life at the moment and that you need the to EDF. hear it. Yeah. And you <laughs> you spoke to me for sure, said oh. that, that my friends or family would have probably never told me and I needed to hear it. And oh. that was like the initial step to get me to this place now where I can look at work and say, you know, it can, it can wait. Right. And at the time I wasn't letting anything wait right. Right, except my kids. Right. And now yeah. it is the roles are reversed. And, yeah. um, and I am just in so much happier. I have more peace, more margin and, and everything's running smoother. I just wish I had gotten to this place sooner, but I wow. hope I can help other people too, you know, who are struggling with this and who, um, kind of need that, that reminder as well. Cause it's, it's hard. Um, and it's constantly changing and having a business in this day and age with social media and you know there's just so many distractions and we have to like limit those distractions, reduce the noise and hone in on what matters. I recommend everyone getting a camper and traveling. (laughs) If you want to know my biggest tip and where we have become like the most happy as a family, putting technology aside. We don't check our phones. We don't Mm. have Wi-Fi at most of these places and we're just together as a family. And like...
0: sound just like my wife. We did that Saturday.
1: Yeah. Living life and making memories and being dirty and being outside. (laughs) Right? And it just feels like stepping back in time and I'm like, this is what to me, childhood should feel like. Yeah. Um, And I could... I could do that all day long like live all the way in a camper all the time and never come home and I would be happy it's (laughs) just so peaceful you and her what in the world we need to plan a trip (laughs) it's great advice though and
0: and and thank you for taking the time to do it I'm I'm happy to hear that that has happened for you and is happening for you yes and uh I I'm I'm confident that you have and will continue to inspire others to do the same.
1: Well, I pray that I can and I appreciate being here and it was great chatting with you and hope we have a great rest of the conference while we're here.
0: Thanks, Brooke.
1: Thank you. Have a good one. All right.